Live from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. I really can't stay. The baby is cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been Hoping that you drop in. I'll hold your hands. They're just like My mother will start to my father will be pacing the floor. Listen to the fireplace. So really, I'd better go. Darling, please don't hurry. Well, maybe just to have a drink more. Put some music on while I pour. Neighbors might think. Baby, it's bad out there. Hey, what is this drink? No cats to be had out there. I wish I knew how. Your eyes are like starlight now. I'll take your hat. Your hair looks swell. Mind if I move up? At least I'm gonna say that I tried. What's the sense in hurting my pride? I really can't say. Baby, it's cold Welcome has been Lucky that you so dropped in Look out the window At that My storm My sister will be suspicious My brother will be the there at the door sure. My maiden aunt's mind Well, maybe just to have a drink more Never such a blizzard before i got to go home Baby, you'll freeze out there. Hey, lend me your coat. Up to your knees out there. You've really been great. I thrill when you touch but my don't hand. You How can you do this thing to it's me? I think of my lifelong At sorrow. least there will be plenty in If you call pneumonia and I, I really can't From Nashville, Tennessee, I'm your host, Gary Holt, and baby, it was cold outside this morning in Nashville. I woke up to a cool, brisk 22 degrees, but a beautiful sunny day, and we're going to find out how the weather is in Albuquerque, New Mexico with our co-host, this Bobby Bell. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning. Well, we've got enchanted skies as usual. Beautiful day. Uh, it is cold. We have been experiencing cold. But, you know, yesterday I was out and at about 4.30 there were a bunch of balloons um, up in the sky uh, late in the day. No wind and just beautiful. So nothing to complain about here in Albuquerque. Well, we won't complain here in Nashville because it's beautiful and sunny. And uh, and I did see some photographs 
that somebody had posted. You know, we just got back from Albuquerque from the Western Music Association convention this past week, and somebody had photographed balloons last week that were in the yeah. air. So I guess that happens quite often in Albuquerque, doesn't it? Well, it seems like it's this time of year. There's certain conditions you can't have any wind at all, and they go up early because we had to be uh, down there at the hotel, Albuquerque in Old Town, uh, some mornings. You know, we were on the road at 630, and that's when the balloons are up um, or very, very, very late in the day. So that was kind of fun, and it was fun to see people taking pictures and posting them. You know, we were all up pretty early, weren't we? <laughs> I'm afraid so. I'm afraid so. But I made up and for it when I got late. home. Yeah, yeah, real late. Maybe. Late, yes. yeah, late nights, yeah. early mornings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a great convention. There were a lot of great and talented people there, and many, many awards that were handed out throughout the uh, well on Saturday night for the convention. So. Two of those award winners are with us on the show today, so let everybody know who our guests are. Our first guest is Female Poet of the Year, Valerie Beard, and our second guest um, is the co-writer and the recorder uh, performing artist of the Song of the Year, Dan McCorson. All right, so it is going to be a lot of fun talking with Valerie and with Dan and we're going to get to that in just a minute. But this was a nominated song by Mr. Jim Jones, and it was a co-write with Jim and Andy Renfrey, a good friend of ours here in Nashville. It's one called Ride the River. We're going to take a listen to that, and we're going to come back and talk with the lovely Miss Valerie Beard in just a moment on the Campfire Cafe. If you're gonna ride the river, son, don't do it on your own. There's dangers in that crossing you don't want to face alone. Sometimes the water's peaceful, sometimes the current's strong. Sometimes the crossing's easy, sometimes it all goes wrong. When the bottom turns to shifting sand, we all need someone. To lend a helping hand When we ride the river When we ride that river When we ride the river Cowboy needs a stout horse on a cattle drive. A few good compadres are riding by his side. Someone that you can count on to always have your back. And keep those doughies moving along the winding track. The other time you cross a herd, you'll understand that it takes more than a Single man to ride the river, to ride that river. 
If you're just joining us, that was Jim Jones performing Ride the River, a co-write with Andy Renfrey from Jim's album, Good Days Are Coming. Our first guest is Valerie Beard, a rancher's wife, teacher, writer, crew cook, quilter, and reader. Valerie and her husband, cowboy poet Floyd Beard, live in southeast Colorado and run Corrienti cattle with their daughter and son-in-law. They keep a few border collies around to stay humble. Valerie was nominated for two 2022 IWMA Awards of Excellence. Her album, No Better Life, was nominated for Cowboy Poetry CD of the Year. Please welcome the 2022 IWMA Female Poet of the Year, (laughs) Valerie Beard. Welcome, Valerie. Oh, thank you, Barbara Jean. You just can't imagine how I, it it sounds so exciting, and I can't believe that they're saying that with my name. (laughs) Hey, Miss Valerie. So how did, what, what, I wanted to just follow up on that comment, Valerie. So what did, when you heard your name, what, you know, do you recall kind of, you know, what went through your mind? (laughs) You know, I truly was not expecting this. And and I thought I'm I'm going to have to get up out of my chair. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> yes, I I was totally surprised. That's fun. Well deserved. Fun. Well deserved. Well, it was you. so great to meet you finally and Floyd. Indeed, it was. It was just such a pleasure, Gary. Yeah. You know, I guess that the convention, it's kind of like homecoming, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it is. You know, we always say it's like, and the convention and gatherings, it's like the the family reunion with the people we really like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the yeah. people we, yeah. <laughs> well, well, no the better life. Yeah. Yeah, no better life is absolutely fantastic. And uh, and this is your first CD. Uh, how how did this thing come about, and how did the poems get selected for this? Well, you know, I had had friends and and followers just pushing me to get a CD out, and I figured, well, I'd better do something. It, it's time, you know. I'd wanted to do something for a long time, but I wanted to make sure that I had just the right material to put on it because when I did make the debut with the CD, I wanted it worthy. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's how I decided and, and how it finally came about. And um, I, 
you know, I visited with the DJs and I listened to a lot of other poets CD and I decided that I would like to have some music with it because I, mm-hmm. I thought it really added to it. And oh, yeah. so, um, you know, I, I called some of my favorites, uh, Gene Prescott and um, Dale Burson, and asked them if they would be involved in the project, and, and they were ever so gracious to join me. I just so appreciate that. Wow. I remember well, when a... – I remember – no, I'm sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. I, I remember, um, Valerie, when you were putting the query out there um, among DJs and such, um, wondering about music, and I, and I recall responding and saying, I think for the listening audience – which is maybe different than a, a live, you know, festival audience or performing audience, but for a radio listening audience, having um, a little bit of music starting off or ending, I think as a DJ, anyway, I, I like that. It, it helps the flow um, from song to poem, from poem to song. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was, and I really enjoyed the music that you chose uh, to put it, it really supported and and highlighted the the poem so i was i was well, i was you. very no. pleased <laughs> you know going into the studio for the first time was just such an experience for me i'd been there with floyd but when you're the one behind the ma- the microphone it's a little different and and we had gene and dale there with us you know they weren't doing it remotely and sending in parts we were all there together in Bachelor's video up at Berthet and I tell you what it was just magical (laughs) oh my god wow Wow. (laughs) yeah you know I would watch the musicians and they'd say well how about this what do you think about the sound of this and one of the you know I did one song several years back and and how about this one? And, and Dale would just start picking something out. Then he'd put that instrument down, pick up another one. And uh. I think it sounds better on this one. You know, my mouth is just hanging open and I'm just like, oh, wow. And, you know, I get to sit here and listen to this conversation and see how this is done. Yeah. It, was, wow. Wow. it was just such an experience. Well, our audience's mouths are about to hang open because we're going to get to the title cut from the CD. It's one called No Better Life, and we'll be back to talk with Valerie Beard in just a moment. The old faucet drips as slowly she sips her coffee in morning's dull glow. Storms rage in the battle. She's home with the cattle. The temperature reads five below. The wind was a blow and it was still snowing. She stepped out to do morning chores. The snow is a drifting with icy snakes sifting. A solid sheen sealed the barn doors. Wet flakes stung her face. She steadied her pace. Her scarf danced an icy staccato. Wires thrummed out a wail. Trees bent to the gale. Barney moaned a mournful vibrato. Inside it was still. She forked them their fill. They nickered from stalls safe and warm. She calmed down their fears, scratched soft neck and ears, then plunged right back into the storm. The truck started rough. Though it was enough, she'd loaded the bales night before, then drove from the haystack with two dogs in the back and one settled down on the floor. 
Adrift to the knee, she broke the gate free and plowed into the sheltered corral. With no cows in there yet, a feller could bet that old horn rip would soon be her pal. Was it worth the chance to play the gate dance just in case the old Jessies came in? She rolled bales to the ground and glanced round at the sound of that old horn cow just sporting a grin. Horn sallied right up and started to sup on a bale that she'd jerked to the ground. Ignoring the cow, the wife burrowed her brow and spread hay with a vigor newfound. Confronting the cow, she knew that somehow she must wrestle that bale on again. With a wave and a yell, old Horn could just tell it was time to move on in the pen. Now with the cow gone, she tossed the bale on, the dogs hunkered down by the spare. She crawled back in the truck, spun out through the muck, back into the rime-frosted air. Her cowboy's away, thoughts with her today. He worries for her with the chores. They'd warned of the squall that arrived at nightfall, and he wished she could just stay indoors. Back home in the gale, she knows without fail the ice and the tank will be frozen. A lick of the axe and several hard whacks. She thinks of the life that they've chosen. Shards flew here and there, spray froze in the air, ice chunks were soon scattered about. Cows filtered in slow, they all seem to know that she'd be there for them, there's no doubt. Cows walk to the hay, a bovine buffet. She's glad they'd come in from the range. Two years in the drought, but they'd never sell out. She knew others might think it strange. Stood watching the meat as the wild wind beat at her clothes caked and frozen with snow. Then, after a while, walked off with a smile and thought no better life she could know. Valerie Beard, No Better Life, the title track from her very first uh, wonderful cowboy poetry CD. So, Valerie, um, I have a question for you that has nothing to do with poetry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to sneak it in. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. So, so, um, I would say that you are a Western fashionista. I knew that was coming. I I knew that was coming, Bobby Bell. I always covet um, everything that that you wear. I saw a lot of fabulous uh, leather jackets, and I was looking at pictures that were posted on Facebook the other day from, I think, a variety of performances you've done recently where you were in a very different, um, usually fringed, uh, but not always, jacket. So Tell, would you please tell me um, where who are your favorite um, who are your favorite uh, uh, companies that you love to wear? Okay. I recognize some of them, but not all. <laughs> yes. Um, well, the red one that I wore for the the showcase there in Albuquerque um, yeah. is a uh, double D uh-huh. jacket. Okay. And <laughs> and I picked it up there in Albuquerque. And um, let me see, uh, the black fringe one that was probably on the pictures from Western Slope Gathering, that is uh, Tasha Polizzi. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> then the, the tan one, 
Uh, I have a, a black one and a tan one that are a little bit longer from Scully. Uh huh. So, so <laughs> those are those are kind of my my top choices. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the you cream know. of the crop right there. Well, you always yeah. look fantastic. I does Floyd. I mean, the two of you just look like royalty. Um, when especially when you know you stand side by side, it's just really fun. <laughs> But yeah, we 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 passed each other uh, frequently, but we didn't really have a whole lot of time to chat. Uh, sometimes I was sitting behind you, you know, a couple of rows behind you, and I'd be like, "That's got to be Valerie. I recognize that hat, and oh, I can see the back of that jacket." <laughs> <laughs> Valerie, I can't wait to get Floyd on the show so I can ask him about his wardrobe. That will be. Yeah. Be the, yeah. Well, yeah. I know. I know now what he will tell you. That his okay. wife dresses him well. I have one other question. Um, the photographs on your CD are just wonderful, and I see they're all by Jennifer Dennison. Yes. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about um, did? She come out and actually, you know, photograph these specifically for this album? Or I know you've probably known each other a long time over the years. You want to talk a little bit about that? You bet. You know, the show. Yeah. I was just trying to figure out um, how I wanted the CD to look. And um, I think the photography is a really big important. I think the packaging is important. And, um, I just thought about Jennifer. I said, I just maybe I'll just give her a call. I know, I know she's so busy, and um, so I did. And she said, I I would just be simply delighted because right, it was right at that time she was making the transition from mm-hmm. uh, full time at Western Horseman. And I said, you know, you name the day, the time, we'll run up there to your place. And she says, Oh no, I'll come down. <laughs> I'm thinking, uh-huh. Goodness. <laughs> So one day she left home and and drove down here just to take pictures. And, uh, you know, she knew at the time of day that she wanted. And and she got, oh, that wonderful light just Mm -hmm. as the sun was going down. And Mm -hmm. on the inside cover, there's one of cows running. Yep. And we were were walking up to, to take pictures where we wanted to. And it and a pickup drove by on the road, which is actually an unusual because we don't have much traffic down here. Anyway, it, the dust just boiled up, and the cows were running through that dust, and she grabbed her camera really fast <laughs> and, and got a couple of shots. And, and I, knew, I knew that that one was just priceless. <laughs> but, you know, she had <laughs> wonderful for the, for the day for this because she had to get back home that evening because they were working on photographing her house to put it up for sale. Yeah. Oh, so it was yeah. here yeah. and back. Wow. Well, wow. Yeah. Really lovely. Jennifer well, is a sweetheart and, uh, and, and, and really a great photographer. And she's really been working on that this past year quite a bit. Yeah, so beautiful, beautiful yeah. album cover. Well, we're going to get to another poem right quick. This is one called Where the Ponies Come to Drink, and we're going to come back and talk more with Valerie Beard about her wardrobe and Floyd's in just a moment (laughs) on the campfire. (laughs) 
Up in northern Arizona, there's a ranger trail that passes through a mesa like a fairy lake with pines upon its brink. And across the trail, a stream runs, all but hidden in the grasses, till it finds an emerald hollow where the ponies come to drink. Out they fling across the mesa, wind-blown manes and forelocks dancing. Blacks and sorrels, bays and pintos, wild as eagles' eyes agleam. From their hooves the silver flashes, burning beads and arrows glancing through the bunch grass and the grama as they cross the little stream. Down they swing as if pretending in their orderly disorder that they stop to hold a powwow just to rally for the charge. Which will take them close to sunset, 20 miles across the border. Then the leader sniffs and drinks, with four feet planted on the marge. One by one, each head is lowered, till a yearling nips another, and the playful interruption starts an eddy in the band. Snorting, squealing, plunging, wheeling, round they circle in a smother of the muddy spray nor pause till they find the firmer land. My old cow horse, he runs with them. Turned him loose for good last season. Eighteen years hard work his record, and he's earned his little rest. And he's taken it by playing, acting proud and with good reason. Though he starched a little forward, he can fan it with the best. Once I called him, almost caught him, when he heard my spur chains jingle. Then he eyed me some reproachful as if making up his mind. Seemed to say, well, if I have to. But you know, I'm living single. And so I laughed. And in just a minute, he was pretty hard to find. Some folks wouldn't understand it, writing lines about a pony. For a cow horse is just a cow horse. Nothing else most people think. But for 18 years, your partner, wise and faithful, such a crony seems worth watching for a spell down where the ponies come to drink. Where the Ponies Come to Drink with Valerie Beard and accompanied by her husband, Mr. Floyd Beard. And you know, uh, last year we had Santa and Mrs. Claus that joined us. On the show, yes, we did. And yes, we did. Somebody, somebody said they may make an appearance again in December. So I'm kind of looking forward I to hope that. So, yeah, well, yeah. you I know, I, so. I've, I've, I'm in, con, in contact with them. Well, if you, <laughs> if you see them, it into put their in a word. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's been great to have you with us and visit a little bit and talk about the poetry and listen to it and let our worldwide audience in on uh, on your fashionista clothing. And I'll be, I'm sure we'll want to talk about that again. But uh, do you have another project in the works? You know, um, I'm really just knuckling down to writing again. Um, I, I just need to come. We have just a little bit of break um, here over the holidays. Our next big event, Floyd will be performing at Elko at the National Poetry Gathering. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, so between now and then, um, I've really got some time that I can focus and, and get some more words on paper, and I'm excited about that. And, we need to work on another CD for Floyd. He may not know that, but we do. 
<laughs> well, yes, when yes, you do or he do, when you do or he do, we want to have you guys back to share your poetry with us. But you have been great. How can people get the uh, CD? You know, they can go to my website, um, ValerieBeard.com, and um, I think they can order it off there, or they can drop me a line at P.O. Box 124, Kim, Colorado, 81049, or just call me. <laughs> and okay. that information's on my website. All right, that's great. Well, Valerie, it has been great to have you with us, and uh, it is a great CD. Congratulations again on being the Female Performer of the Year. And uh, we're going to close this piece of the show out with one called To Those Who've Gone Before. Who's on the CD? Who are, oh. Who, who's on this particular poem? Oh, it is it is Dale Burson singing and playing. This is one of it my is favorites. A, it is great. It is great. But anyway, thanks so much again, and uh, and let's take a listen to those who've gone before. I lean my back against an oak, thinking it was. Trust a tree At first it bent And then it broke And so my love Proved false to me They were comrades in hours of gladness They were friends in the hours of need. They were close at our side in the blizzard they battled the mad stampede. No monument tells their story. No words from a poet's pen. But they carved the scrolls to their memory in the lives and hearts of men. Their faces gleam in the embers as we rest in some far-out camp alone with the sounds of the night wind and the picketed horses tramp. We thank the all-wise creator that we met with them here on earth, those characters bold and daring and strong in their sterling worth. For regardless of fame and fortune, we know when our lives are through, we'll meet with the God that made us and the souls of the friends we knew. Roses bloom again in spring, and so my love will grow again. Our next Guest Dan McCorison was nominated for two IWMA Individual Words of Excellence. He grew up in Colorado and began playing Western swing and country music soon after college. 
A trail of music business success led him to a 20-year career in Nashville, writing and recording with some of the finest writers and musicians in country music. Today, Dan calls Arizona home. Please welcome to Campfire Cafe, a skilled and soulful singer who can roam from a classic cowboy song to one of his own creation with skill and ease. The co-writer and recording artist of the 2022 IWMA Song of the Year. Welcome to Wickenburg. Please welcome Dan McCorrison. Hey, Dan. Hey there. How are you, Bobby Jean? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? Great. <laughs> it was so good to see you guys in Albuquerque. I had I had such a fun time there, and to see everybody and and uh, Valerie and Floyd. That was that was awesome to see them. I got to share a stage with Valerie in Durango. This past fall, or excuse me, I guess it was spring. I can't remember. And uh, but it was so fun. We had a we had a big time together. And I just I love her and I love her poetry and Floyd too. Of course, you know, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, hey Dan McCorrison, how are you? I'm great, Gary. So so good to see you. It was uh, and well, great to be on the air with you. Thank you so much for having me. Well, you're very welcome, and it was great to meet you finally at the convention yeah. this past <laughs> yeah, that's my right. first year, and <laughs> is like, man, all of these people that have been on the show for the past ten years, and we're finally getting to meet. It was, it was, for me, it was fantastic. But uh, yeah, congratulations really, to you uh, on. I was, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say congratulations. Congratulate me. I don't want to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead and say what you were well, going to you... say, though. No, I was just going to say I it was so I was so glad to see you there and the whole Nashville contingent of you know the chat the the Tennessee chapter. Um, uh, it was great to meet meet them and uh, uh, and see them there, and I, I think it's uh, wonderful to have have that kind of fresh blood really uh, uh, mm-hmm. in the group. I, I thought it was a great addition to the, uh, to the, to mm-hmm. the group of folks there. It was really great. I, I, uh, um, um, Mickey Furman's album has been in my truck since the day we left and uh, just so great. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Well, it, yeah. yeah, it is great. And, and I've told everybody that was, that were so complimentary on uh, the Tennessee chapter. I said, wait until you see what we left at home. And so it's oh, going to be kind of fun. <laughs> well, I've it's been friends with Chris and Jan Harris. Chris and Jan Harris have been friends of mine yeah. for many, many years, dear friends. And uh, we went to church together when I was living out there in Nashville. And then for a while they were living in uh, uh, outside. Uh, Colorado. Where were they? Yeah, in Colorado. Colorado. I want to say, yeah. I want to say Crested Butte, but um and uh, and I visited them there one time while they were there, and it was just. Uh, but anyway, they're dear friends, and I know they're part of the chapter, right? They are, and uh, and and Chris has got some new projects that he's working on. So I would not be surprised if you saw them nominated in 2023 for some awards at the convention as well. So I think they got well, Bobby wasn't it Song of the Year two years ago. Rodeo and Julie had years ago. I can't, you know, I can't, I can't recall. Two or three <laughs> years ago, I can't. I, yeah, yeah, they do, yeah. they do. But we're we're talking about like "Welcome me. to Wickenburg," and this is a great mm-hmm. song that you did with with Les. And uh, how'd you guys get together to write? 
You know, um, way back when I was uh, recruited to play lead guitar for the Red Hot Rhythm Rustlers, Marvin O'Dell's group. Mm-hmm. Um, this was that's how I uh, I was kind of I was playing in a classic country band around here in the Phoenix area playing lead guitar and uh, he somebody referred him to me and and he asked me if I wanted to audition to play lead for that group and I said well I'd love to and uh, sure enough I got the job and and before I knew it I was kind of swept into this whole western music world and uh, it's one of the greatest <laughs> things that ever happened to me I'm so happy about it uh, because it just I kind of found my niche I, I found I was like oh this is home <laughs> you know yeah uh, yeah so uh so I got to play for Marvin's band. I don't know. I think I was with them for two or three years at least. And one of the shows mm-hmm. we did was down in Sierra Vista at a wonderful place called the American Folklore Preserve. Um, and uh, Les was hanging out backstage. And uh, just and I got to meet him there. And I don't know how. he. I think we exchanged numbers, and we just decided to get together and try to do some writing. And now he uh, – he is often a camp host. You know how you go into a campground and there's a guy there that's uh, right. kind of watching over the campsites. That's what he does in the summertime. And, and so when I can, I go up there and camp and we just hang out and write songs together. Oh, that's great. That's what we've that doing. is great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the song that we're talking about. It's called welcome to Wickenburg. And let's take a listen to that, and we'll come back and talk more with our friend, Mr. Dan McCorse, in just a moment today on the Campfire Cafe. I rolled into Arizona from my home way back east. I was looking for a rodeo, maybe right home back east. I climbed up Highway 60, something in me stirred. When I saw the sun ahead, it said, Welcome to Wickenburg. I heard they got some jackpots big enough to blow your mind. All you gotta do is make it through one good eight-second ride. I found a little motel at Frontier Street and 3rd, and the sign at the desk said, welcome to Wickenburg. Yeah, welcome to Wickenburg. The next morning, bright and early, I paid my entry fee. The girl who took my money said that she could plainly see. I wasn't from around here, but then she Said good luck, come back and see me, and welcome to Wickenburg. When I drew the rankest critter, that stock contractor had, the boys behind the fucking shoot said, man, that draw was bad. He'll jump out to the right, and then he'll spin back around. But when you think you're set and pretty, he'll put to the well he walked the length of me and he tore me all to well he turned my face 
reason to a plow. And as I swallowed dirt, the clown had picked me up and said, Welcome to Wickenburg. Yeah, fairly obvious. I wouldn't make no pain. I saw that little gal I met, but she just turned away. I tried to make her smile, but I couldn't, because it hurt. When I passed the next rider, I said, welcome to Wickenburg. Yeah, Welcome to Wickenburg, performed by Dan McCorson, a co-write with Les Buffum. It is the 2022 uh, song of the year, and it's from the 2021 traditional album of the year winner. That was so fun, Dan, that this song, which we all got so familiar with um, uh, last year, was uh, came around again to be nominated and to win for this year. Was that a surprise to you? <laughs> it was a shock. I just didn't expect it at all. Uh, you know, I, it, but I'm I'm so proud of it. I mean, it's gotten. I guess it just has continued to have enough airplay that uh, that people thought, well, you know, we ought to. It's out there. So it's, yeah. yeah, that was that was really a really a pleasant surprise. I was so so very happy about it and just thrilled yeah. away. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's it great. So, well, there's some and, songs. And, uh, yeah, there's some songs that just stick with you. You know, and uh, and there's so much fun and so well written that, uh, again, congratulations. It's, it's just terrific. But, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of well, sit around you. and hum that thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, I tell you, I couldn't have written it without good old Les. You know, he he uh, he has lived the, the rodeo life, and he, he threw in so many uh, of the great lines in there, you know, that, uh, that make that song uh, fun, you know, I think. And. Uh, so he's he's so fun to write with. Um, we we actually kind of we just write by long distance a lot too. You know, he, we send each other emails back and forth and that kind of thing. So he's a he's a blast. Do you do any Zoom yeah. writing? Are you writing by Zoom any? You know, you know the writing I've been doing with Vanessa Carpenter, um, uh, the young gal who who just yeah. won the Crescendo yeah. Award. I was so proud of her mm-hmm. for that. Uh, mm-hmm. Vanessa, I met her when she was, I think, maybe 14 or 15 at the Durango Cowboy Gathering. She's now about 19, and um, she uh, she and I write by Instagram, which okay. I, I said, well, how in the heck are we going to do that? And she said, well, get your phone, put your – poke this, poke that, you know? <laughs> and all of a sudden, there we are. She's on half, my, half the phone, and I'm on the other half. You know, you got to have a teenager to do this kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Instagram, but I don't love Instagram. I use it, uh, and yeah. I think you can do that with Facebook too, and Messenger, where you can kind of do that kind of stuff. But, oh, probably so. <laughs> yeah, but we just we kind just, of set up on Instagram, so we sit down and yeah, it's like being in the room together. It's just it's terrific, yeah. you know. So yeah, um, yeah, we'll spend a couple. Of, we've written somebody. a bunch of songs together. I have somebody else you need to write with. Her name is Mary Kay. 
Oh, well, that'd be great. <laughs> just throwing, yeah. just throwing that out there. That would be just, uh, just throwing that out there. Yeah, that'd be great. There yeah, is another song on the album that, um, you know, I go through and I listen to, I listen to the albums, and then when we get ready to do a show, I'll go out and pick a few and and. Uh, uh, this one just really caught my attention again a couple of days ago. Lights of Cheyenne. Tell me about this song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, way back in 77, um, I was uh, kind of quote-unquote discovered by a fellow named Chris Hillman, who was in the Birds uh, and the mm-hmm. Flying Burrito Brothers. He's kind mm-hmm. of yeah. an important figure, really, in in, uh, in uh, West Coast country and, and country music altogether. But um Chris uh, was, and we were all living in Boulder, Colorado. He he kind of tapped me on the shoulder, took me to L.A., got me a record deal with MCA, and uh, produced an album on me. And we were searching around for songs, and uh, 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 there was a producer named Jim Mason who brought that song and another song called uh, Rolling in the Isles, I think that's the one, that uh, were written... um, by the same guy whose name is fly has flown right out of my brain right now. <laughs> okay. But uh, I'll think of it. But uh, anyway, he, he brought he brought us those two songs and uh, 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 and I just fell in love with that song. And so we cut I cut it back in '77. And then I just when I was getting ready to do this album, I thought you know uh, it's it's worth recutting. And so so I did. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. a great song. Let's take a listen to that right now. And uh, and I know our worldwide audience is going to enjoy this. It's Lights of Cheyenne. We're talking with Dan McCorson today. The Lights of Cheyenne Shine on the prairie And rescue from darkness The days after glow Crystal white snowflakes Catch their reflection And paint us a picture From long, long ago Deep, deep in the wild Cowboys who stole all our hearts, but their memory lives and silently gives a prayer every night on the edge of the lights of Cheyenne. Right. 
hiding the fences and checking for strays. What burning fires and good natured liars. Stories that rang like the bells on their sleigh. Deep, deep in the Wyoming winter. Deep, deep in a land of dreams. Gone are the cowboys who stole all our hearts. But their spirit still lives and silently Lights of Cheyenne, Dan McCorson from his award-winning album, Me and Less. And um, as I listen to that song, uh, Dan, I'm also thinking about the gentleman that came and played with you uh, so often on stage who produced this album, Scott Newbert. Um, yes, Mr. Really lovely to have him along um, for the ride. <laughs> yeah, he's he's just the best. Scott is such a great friend and a tremendous musician. And, yeah, he produced my album and played everything but the kitchen sink on it. He, he plays... Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he plays uh, dobro, guitar, steel guitar, banjo, mandolin, sang the background harmonies, and uh, mixed it and mastered it. So it's it's almost like, you know, uh, I just sort of I cut the uh, I cut the the uh, vocal my my guitar parts and my vocals here at my in my little home studio, and then I email it off to him, and he takes it from there and just mm-hmm. does all that great work mm-hmm. on it. Just mm-hmm. tremendous. Mm-hmm. While well, you're talking about Scott, while you're has... talking about Scott, yeah. Dan, then uh, be sure and mm-hmm. send me his contact information because we need one more member for the Tennessee chapter yes. of the IWMA. <laughs> and, and I think, and I think he's ready. Yeah, I... I think he's ready to join. I think I think uh, talking with him, it was like, yeah, I need to get, I need to join that chapter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's planning on it. I'll be seeing him. Uh, I'll, I'll send you his contact info. But uh, I think he's already planning on joining. He's, he he uh, mm-hmm. he loves uh, WMA and uh, just uh, this is his second time to come, and he's become mm-hmm. a, a faithful uh, you know attendee. So yeah. yeah. By the way, that song. Yeah. When are you, when are you coming to Nashville? You know, I don't know. I, I have a, I have hopes of coming out there to record another project uh, with him. Uh, actually, we we're thinking about trying to do one just uh, in person. You know, uh, with with the bass and drums right there all together. And, uh, so I don't know. Honestly, I'm hoping to come sometime, uh, maybe late spring or summer. I'm not sure. Okay. Love, well, love when you come, we'll get together. We'll get together with Chris and Jan and uh, just get out and eat. That'd be fun. <laughs> That'd be tremendous. That'd be just yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of good food in Nashville. I, I recall. Uh, there, so, yeah. there. there is. Yeah. There is. There is. Yep. All right. Bobby, yeah. go ahead. You had so, something uh, you were going to ask then. Yeah. I. 
So, and then in our world, Hello? I've, you, I've uh, lost Bobby. Yeah. Have you, Dan? Yeah. We, yeah. we lost Uh-oh. you there for a minute, Bobby. You lost me? Yeah. Okay. Well, You're back, um, but go ahead. I'm back. You're well, back. the question You're was, back. I'll repeat it. Okay, Dan, how can people find your album and your tour schedule if you have one? Well, yeah, um, my website, www.danmccorson, uh, D-A-N-M-C-C-O-R-I-S-O-N.com. And uh, yeah, I've there got a go. schedule on there, and uh, and there's a store. You can just buy the buy merchandise right from right there from the website, buy the CDs. And, uh, and or you can download. You can buy downloads too. So I'm kind of all set up for that. Um, yeah, I've got uh, got I think five albums on there. Two uh, two that are very western, and then Scott just remastered the album that I did in '77 uh, with MCA, and uh, uh, it just sounds fantastic. Uh, it's great. That was a long time wow. ago, so it was basically wow. kind of remastered, and then. Uh, uh, I've got uh, anyway. There you go. That's that's where you can find me. No problem. And uh, are you touring? I, any? I Do you have any, to, uh, any tours planned? You know, I'm I'm getting I uh, I'm playing right. You know, mostly around here in Arizona. I'm getting ready to play the uh, Arizona. Excuse yeah, the uh, Wickenburg Cowboy Poetry Gathering next week, which will be fun. Oh, and uh, yeah. I, I think I'm going to be on the Arizona Cowboy Gathering that happens up in Prescott uh, sometime in the spring, I think that happens. And right now I'm actually lining up uh, dates to go back to Colorado in the summer. I love going back to Colorado, my home state, and uh, I'll be back up that way around the Boulder and Durango and Telluride areas. I have places that I play, so I'll be circulating up there again this summer. You going to be playing any with Mr. John Chandler when you get back up to Colorado? You know, I hope so. We were talking about that, uh, about how much we want to do a show together somewhere. Uh, yeah. So, I've, you know, that's a that's a good reminder. I need to bug him, see if we can put something together. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's just the best. I well, love John. He's he's great. And, and that whole uh, Colorado chapter is, is really good. Uh, Susie Knight's a mm-hmm. doll. I love her. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Hopefully we'll, we'll do something. Well, you have been too much fun to have back on the show again and always a joy to visit with. And by the way, when you get that Scott Remasters, that other CD, you can drop it off to me if you'd like. We'd love to have that. I sure will. I'll send it off to you. And uh, yeah, uh, proud to proud to do that. Um, and and I will uh, send you some information on Scott. And uh, yeah, uh, and it was so great to see you guys both there. And uh, uh, wasn't that fun? It fun. was fun. Yeah, I mean, it, it was big fun. It was fun. Um, so for anybody <laughs> out there in in Radio Land around the world, if you'd like to come to Albuquerque in uh, November next year, you can you're welcome to come to the Western Music Association yes. convention and listen to unbelievable music and performers and poetry and uh and you can meet Dan and you can meet Bobby. So that's worth traveling for. <laughs> nothing else. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And Gary. Absolutely. 
and and me and me particularly my wife i think i said that the other day everybody likes to meet my wife i'm just along for the ride (laughs) hey dad of course and we're gonna oh yeah (laughs) she's special uh we're gonna close out this segment with a fabulous song dust of los angeles tell us about this one real quickly well, you know, I lived, I, I spent, when when uh, Chris brought me out there to L.A., I was going to stay a year, and I ended up staying 15. You know, <laughs> you get you get kind of caught up in things, and, and uh, but I still, uh, you know, I was Western Western guy at heart, and uh, I had just bought a new hat at a place called King's Western Wear out in the valley, and I was yep. leaving the store with my hat on. This buddy of mine said, uh, you know, don't you feel weird wearing a hat in L.A.? And I said, actually, no. I said, this is... If you think about it, this is a western town, and he kind of looked at me like I was crazy. But uh, yeah. I always wanted to write a song about L.A. being a western town because there's a lot of western heritage in that place. So that's right. I finally that's sat right. down and wrote it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is a great song. It's called "Dust of Los Angeles." Dan McCorson, you have been great, and uh, we look forward to seeing you here in Nashville and. And uh, we'll go out and grab something to eat with Chris and Jan and anybody else that wants to tag along. That'd be all right. We'll go to Puckett's. All right. We'll hey, go to Puckett's. Hey, thank Stay you real. so much. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for having me on. It was great visiting with you. All right. Thanks, Dan. This is Dust of Los Angeles. Okay. We'll be back in just a moment, and it will be time for Saddle Up America. The Chumash Indians greeted the Spanish explorer. The missions were built and the Padres threw open the doors. Battles were fought for the land at the water's edge. And cowboys rode Los Angeles The gold rush brought cattle And vaqueros rode for the brands Soon came the railroads And people from far distant lands The silver screen called out For stories from out of the west And cowboys rode in the dust of Los Angeles The steel and the asphalt And buildings that reached to the sky Spread out for miles and miles And silenced the cry Of the land that is buried But still holds the heart of the West And the cowboys who rode In the dust of Los Angeles
away Step in the corral You can still catch that feeling today Of our carols and drifters and stuntmen And stars at their best The cowboys who rode in the dust of Los Angeles The steel and the asphalt and buildings that reach to the sky And the cowboys who rode in the dust of Los Angeles. The land that is buried still holds the heart of the West. And the cowboys who rode in the dust of Los Angeles. of Los Angeles, Mr. Dan McCorson, and welcome back to Saddle Up America. I'm your host, Gary Holt, Albuquerque, New Mexico's Miss Bobby Bell is our co-host, and we're going to welcome to the show now a couple of young ladies who I guess it's been January of last year since I saw last, and that's Miss Lisa Dearson, who is the founder of the Equus Film and Arts Festival. And Lizanne Fears, who has been traveling 5,000 miles across the country with her Mustangs with a Mustang Discovery Ride. Hi, ladies. Hi, hey, Gary. How are you? I am good. You guys are pretty good. That was in <laughs> unison, too. So I appreciate that. Gosh. Hi, Bobby. Well, let's. Hi, 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 hi. <laughs> let's kind of visit. We'll go back and forth with with the two of you a little bit, but uh, Lizanne, have you been able to sleep in a bed at all during this past (laughs) year plus? Yeah, I mean, there's been occasions where I've slept in a bed, but actually, you know, I'm sleeping in a bed now in my horse trailer. It's just a tiny bed in my sleeping bag, but it's pretty great. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, tell us a little bit about the Mustang Discovery Ride. For the people around the world that are not familiar with that, uh, it's been 5,000 miles with up 5,000 Mustangs. But tell us about how you got started with that. So my Mustangs kind of helped save me as a person, and I wanted to find a bigger, better way to give back to them. I found out that I wasn't a very good trainer. I kept getting attached to them, so then I wouldn't sell them. So I need to find a way where I could help out a lot more of them. So I kind of came up with the idea of riding 5,000 miles for 5,000 Mustangs. And where did you start? Yeah, I started September 28th, 2021, uh, back on Cape Henlopen in Delaware. Okay. All right. And now you finally have landed in California. Is that right? Yeah. So I'm just, 
Uh, a little less than two weeks now from hitting the coast in California. Wow. 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 Well, I know that one of the most exciting experiences that you had uh, during this ride has been coming to see me in Tennessee at the Palace Theater. <laughs> yeah, you know, that was actually a great time down there for sure. And uh, actually picked up some really great sponsorship down there, too. So thank you guys very much for that. Oh, that's great. That's I was just kind of teasing a little bit about getting to meet me. Maybe my <laughs> wife, maybe maybe some of the other folks that were there, but uh, it was great to have you there. So, Lisa, how did you get connected with the Mustang Discovery Ride and with uh, Lizanne? Well, you know our friend Trudy. I do. Has a way of getting in trouble. And she so, does. She <laughs> introduced me to the team um at the Art of the Cowgirl Festival out in uh, Montana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought it was a pretty uh, pretty good message that they were trying to accomplish, and I thought together we could probably get it done. And now that Lasanne's all the way on the other side of the country, and this has been this has been quite an adventure for the last eighteen months. That uh, now and now the 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 beach is in sight pretty much so the end is in sight for the ride but that's kind of just the beginning for the whole program and the foundation and what needs to be accomplished for the horses and finding homes and educating people and Julianne is just gonna her work will just be beginning on getting everything together with the documentary and the docu-series so kind of the end of one thing the beginning of another and the continuation of yet another. Wow. Wow. Well, talk to us just a little bit about the documentary and, and Julianne's work that's gone on with that. We've had, Julianne is our, our main filmmaker, the main documentary maker on this project. And what we've been doing is as Lucanne is riding across the country, we've had different guest riders with her that have also been, videographers that we've been able to hook up through our Equus Film Festival program, Rhonda Gregorio, who's working on the Mustang Book Project, um, started or, or met her in Maryland, or in D.C., Washington, D.C., well, Maryland, and then uh, went out and met her again out in uh, Nevada and did some more filming, and so she's going to be coming out with her Mustang book project, but we've had people all along shooting and taking pictures and Lasanne's been videotaping and working on getting getting film and getting the documentation to Julianne, who will then be sifting through and doing her magic with everything over the next, it'll probably take a good year to get the whole project pulled back together with the docu-series and have all of that ready to go, hopefully, for next year's Equus Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I have I have a couple of questions real quickly for Lizanne. Uh, first of all, Lizanne, on this journey that's taken these 18 months, uh, what have you learned about yourself <laughs> that you didn't know in the beginning? Uh, I mean... I'm from originally from Wyoming, sixth generation, and you know I thought I was pretty tough, but uh, this trail has definitely showed me just how much grit a person can have, especially when like faced with 
uh, a lot of life and death situations up up close and personal. So, um, yeah, I've learned that the human spirit is able to dig very, very deep to accomplish um, a higher and greater mission. So has has there been anything in particular that's been uh, more frightening to you on this journey? Any experience that you've had that's like, whoa, I wasn't planning on this, you know? <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know where to start. I had a horse get tick fever that stopped us in our tracks for 10 days. He was like stumbling, falling down. I didn't know if he was going to make it. Um, he pulled through just fine. I had a dog, my service dog, in fact, actually got bit by a copperhead snake in Illinois. Oh, uh, I remember that. ER, but he, made, but he yeah. made it through. Yeah, my little puppy that you met uh, there in Nashville, he got stepped on and he broke his leg. So dealing with a casted dog for a while was really difficult. Um, Colorado-Utah border, there was a night that like I had rode and I had previously marked out that there was water there and uh, I show up and three days where there three days before where there had been water there was none and so then I'm with four animals I'm completely alone without water and so that was kind of a spooky instance there Um, but yeah I mean it's been definitely the journey of a lifetime for sure wow wow well I know that I have talked with long riders and had them on the show in the past and one of the questions, excuse me, one of the questions that I always like to ask them, uh, who is the most interesting character that you have met on the trail on this journey? Um, that is a great question because I've met a lot of people on this journey. Um, but I probably have to say my current support driver, Claudia, um, she's she's absolutely amazing. She didn't know what she was getting into the first day. She was just volunteering to help Hannah and I out, uh, follow us down Highway 3, which was a pretty busy highway in Ohio. And she shows up, and I was like, oh, I forgot to tell you, I have four dogs that need to ride with you all day. And she was in this teeny, tiny little red car, and it looked like a clown car every time I looked back at her because there's, like, five. She brought her own dog, and there's five dogs. Well, then after that, you know, shortly after that, I decided to hit the trail alone. And uh, Hannah went back to Montana, and so uh, I was out on the trail alone, and Claudia was like, oh, you can't do that. And within, like, 24 hours, she had made the decision to find someone to watch all of her horses and critters, and she hit the trail with me. So I I admire her so much, and uh, definitely one of the craziest humans I know, but I'm so happy to have her along with this ride. (laughs) Uh, That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Well... What are your plans going forward? I know that you're going to be you're you're very close to the end of your journey. What are your plans moving forward? Yeah, so directly, I want to spend some time with my family. I had a niece that was born back in April, and I still haven't had the chance to meet her yet. Oh wow! Um, yeah, but beyond that, I definitely want to continue. So I started the Mustang Discovery Foundation, uh, which is a 5013C nonprofit, in order to do this trip. And uh, But I want to continue that work and help people discover Mustangs and uh, educate them on Mustang adoption and kind of give them a few more guidance, a little bit more guidance and resources. So I'm really excited to start getting involved in more programs and helping things launch and come to fruition. Well, that's great. That is great. Well, Lisa, we have uh, about a million people a week that listen to this radio program. They're around the world. 
Equus Film Festival has people from around the world that come in, but tell us a little bit about Equus Film Festival, uh, Film and Arts Festival, that uh, for folks that may not be familiar with it. Well, we're the um, award-presenting arm of um, the equine film industry. We give winning awards to films and art and literature for um, people who create this work at documenting and telling the equine stories out there that, and everybody we know loves horse movies. So, or in my world, everybody that I know loves horse movies. So it, it kind of, right. it's, it's fun and it's a place, it's a, it's a, place where our filmmakers and our authors and our artists are going to gather once a year to get together industry-wise for their awards and their the event at the event and this year because with San is the, the ride is ending on November 28th out on Point Reyes Beach in California I figured that there really wasn't enough time to get the team from Point Reyes Beach back to Ocala, Florida. So we moved the film festival out to Sacramento, California, and I'm partnering up with J.P. Dial out there, who happens to be a Mustang cowboy, and he runs the Sacramento um, Sheriff's Department for their prison program. They're right. in a, out, out in uh, Sacramento. So we've decided to take it a step further than just the the film festival which they had in its own i we've got filmmakers coming in from brazil a filmmaker coming in from brazil and we we've had people coming in from all over but we decided since we're going to have lisanne out there and we have the mustang discovery foundation out there and some people from the blm and some people from the mustang heritage foundation coming out that we might as well take it another step further and turn it into a Mustang Summit. And with that idea, it, it kind it's kind of exploded even more into just not just the three days of film. Now, because we're at Rancho Mariata in uh, California, just outside of Sacramento, they happen to be affiliated with a beautiful equestrian center right across the street from the hotel from the where we're going to be doing the speaking engagements where we have the ability to also do some Mustang presentations. So we're going to be talking about veterans and Mustangs and having having demos of programs with veterans and Mustangs working and with JP will be doing some stuff with his um, with his correctional departments and we have youth and youth programs for youth at risk with Mustang horses and kind of take this time to educate people about all of the different things now that we've taken these horses across the country. And the the incredible thing with Lasan is that as we've gone across and we've done these Meet the Mustang events all the way through the midsection of the United States, She's, we've met people, and she's been able to have people help her all the way across the country that have these Mustangs. And right, we right. found what the passion is. Just everywhere you, we go, from on the beach in Delaware to the group that will be riding with her in California on the beach, it's been Mustang people. And right. 
who people who love their Mustang horses. So having the opportunity to do this Mustang Summit where we can talk about all of this cool stuff that's happened, you know, and all the different programs across the country and actually around the world, but across the country that are using Mustang horses, there's no better place to do it and, and wrap it in with the storytellers here because you don't know there might be somebody that says, hey, I want to make a documentary about that program too. So it's all very exciting. Um, it's really kind of morphed into a, a bigger event than just the Film and Arts Fest this year. Well, I think that's pretty cool. When we, uh, we come back, I want to talk just a little bit about, a little bit more about the Equus Film and Arts Festival and its beginning. And then we're going to come back and talk more about what's happening in California this year. But this is a song that's done by Mr. Doug Figgs. It's called Yellow Horse. And uh, this was a nominated album. And uh, it actually won. So let's take a listen to that and come back and talk more with Lizanne and Lisa in just a moment today on Saddle Up America. Sun on horse. 
shining bright Man, it's such an awesome sight Shining blues, roams and bays But there's nothing like the way the sunlight plays On that yellow Sun on horsehide, shining bright Man, it's such a beautiful sight Shining duns, blacks and grays But there's nothing like the way the sunlight plays On that yellow horse No, there's nothing like the way the sunlight plays on that yellow horse On that yellow horse On that yellow horse Mr. Doug Figs song is Yellow Horse. The title of the CD was Yellow Horse, and it was uh, CD of the Year with the Western Music Association last week. But we are talking now with Lizanne Fear with the Mustang uh, Discovery Ride and Lisa Dearson with the Aquas Film and Arts Festival. And, uh, and I want to go back and give you some kudos, Lisa, because this is, I believe, the 10th year for the Equus Film and oh, Arts yeah. Fest. And that started back in New York when I first actually met you was in Kentucky at the Kentucky Horse Park when it was there one year. And then then COVID hit, and I think you're moving it to Ocala, but you're in Sacramento this year. So how did you start this? Well... I, I'm not sure. Have you ever had Rupert Isaacson on your show? I can't. I can't remember. I don't think but so. Rupert, Rupert had made a documentary and wrote a book about his son. Who was um, it was called The Horse Boy, and I had seen the documentary, and Rupert was a friend right. of mine, and right. it was just such an amazing documentary. I thought that everybody who had horses or had children could see this movie because I didn't think that people empathized enough with families who go through uh, struggles with special needs children. And that's what right. this documentary was about. And so um, we had a we had a horse festival by, by my house here in St. Charles, Illinois. I asked a friend of mine who owns the theater if we could show that film there because Rupert was coming in and he said, yeah. And I said, well, what if we got a few more films? How the festival started. And then we moved right to New York the second year. So it, it started out with films about how horses can help people. And this year we, we partnered up with horses for mental health, which is a new organization. Um, Lynn Thomas, who was the founder of, Equine Assisted Growth and Learning Association, GALA, which the is Gala. the standard, yep, the standard yeah. that everyone uses in this field. Uh, she's now um, started Horses for Mental Health. And so it's kind of been basically our mission to make sure that people could know how horses can help. And that's now 
Lynn's mission. So together, this has been uh, this has really been fun because I've been able to. Then she went out and rode with Lisanne. This so everything just keeps overlapping because we were able to have her go out and ride with Lisanne and get interviewed and filmed for the documentary so that we can share more of what's happening with with using horses in these fields because I and especially with the Mustang horses, it's so important that people understand how well they work in this therapy. And um, so now. Lit, lit, Lynn will be out in California with us, and um, she's going to be doing quite a few of the presentations talking about horses with youth and, and you know, how they use horses in the mental health field in a couple of the different um, programs that we'll have, or the, the panels that we'll have at the Mustang Summit part of the of the festival. So, okay. It's just it's so right, interesting well. how all of it overlaps, though. So. Well, I've always said that uh, horses and music go together, and it's a really a small world out there when you get involved both with the uh, with the horse world and the music world, and mm-hmm. uh, and it, it, it all is. just it just all overlaps, you know. So that, well, that's and pretty cool. To that song you just played, you know, it, that that's so much a part of it, and we have um, Jared who I Rogerson, who I think has been on your show a couple times. He was yeah. doing a little bit um, up for the for the soundtrack for the Mustang documentary. So he and his mm. wife are going to be joining us out at the festival. So well, cool. I'd like to come in here and say that he's from Pineville, Wyoming, which is my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh. Well, Jared's a good guy, and uh, as a matter of fact, it hasn't been too long ago that he sent me some new music that he's gotten. So sometime after well, the first great. year, we'll have to have Jared back on again. But, yeah, uh, he's got a great song that's called Time Spent in the Saddle, so, and it's a beautiful yeah. little, docu- little um, music deal he's got with it. So Yeah. Very so cool. uh, the Mustang Summit, and, and 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 I'll just mention that I'm on the board of the Mustang Heritage Foundation. We've helped sponsor the Mustang Discovery Ride this past year. Um, and Amanda Mills, uh, who is in our marketing department, will be coming out there to be on the panel as well. But talk to us a little about the Mustang Summit and what people can see and hear when they come for that. They'll be able to see hands-on presentations with Mustang horses and with um, veterans working with Mustang horses. And JP is going to be doing presentations. We've got some different uh, Mustang people from out in the California area that have stepped up and want to come in and do presentations. Um, so we'll cover veterans. We'll cover the you know youth at risk programs and demonstrations and. Of course, our our keynote speaker for the Mustang Summit is Hart, so she'll be doing presentations, and then we'll have um, lectures and uh, you know more like class uh, classroom presentations running Friday and Sunday um, for, uh, at the at the Marietta, and then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday the the um, the arenas will be running all three days. So we'll, okay. we'll have one day that we're not in the classrooms, and those are the days that we're going to be running the films downtown at the theater. So um, 
on Saturday. And then we'll have some demonstrations going on all day Saturday at the um, at Rancho Mariata. And a, a good friend of ours is going to be coming out. Ann Wells is going to be young ladies to go do a, a, a site visit to a school that's very much so like the school that Sue Ann has there in Chattanooga. Oh, great. And then she's great. going to be doing a presentation on youth with with the with her Mustang program. So it's, oh, that's great. It's, 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 so we're going to, you know, kind of just educate people on on all the different things. So tell us, uh, and Lisa, and what will you be doing while all this is going on? Yeah, I think uh, Lisa has me pretty well booked, so that's a, probably more of a Lisa question. Uh, well, we got a highlighter. We got to let everybody know what you just accomplished. Uh, yeah, so, and, yeah, yeah. And we got to keep the excitement going while we wait for the film, for the documentary to come out. There but we we'll go. Hey, Lizanne, tell, tell us about your mule staying real quickly. You don't see too many mule stayings. Yeah, you know, honestly, she's kind of the one that inspired the whole trip across country. Uh, she is very unique. We've gone through our trials and errors, definitely, on the trail, including me chasing her through the wilderness and of the Dolly Sods in West Virginia. And then, uh, but, you know, by the time we got to Colorado, uh, she trusted me enough and I trusted her enough that we were out camping on BLM ground. I wasn't traveling with anyone. It was just me and my four critters and uh, I turned her back loose on BLM ground and uh, thousands of acres. And it was so rewarding um, to know that like she was going to come back to me and come back to camp and she'd be easy to catch. And uh, it's just quite amazing what, what that meal has taught me. So I'm sure that's a book in the future. Oh, wow. 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 Well, Lisa, when does the Mustang summit and the Equus film festival get started? We start Lasanne's ride ends on November 28th. That's we're going to do a big Meet the Mustang event at the beach at Point Reyes, and Nan will be there filming. And then we're all going to head over to Sacramento, which is about two hours from Point Reyes. And December 1st through the 4th will be the Equus Film and Arts Festival and Mustang Summit in Sacramento at Rancho Mariata. And, you know, everybody, tickets are available online. You can go to our website. I'll send you a link here so that you can have that up there. Okay. Then we'll also have the Equus Film Festival from the 9th of December through the 18th. Of just the film portion will be available virtually. Wow. So the wow. one thing we did learn from COVID is to go ahead and keep our virtual event up because then our filmmakers... Mm-hmm from around the world and we had we had films from 13 different countries this year wow so um yeah i mean we had films from film from morocco and brazil and we had our first film in this year from hong kong so wow uh, really wow yeah it's it's you know we've got films from around the world so this way we can virtually stream it around the world and people can that they can't make it here they can still feel like they're they're involved so well that is fantastic i'm i'm gonna jump in i know my my internet has um gone in and out during the last 15 minutes or so so i hope can you all hear me am, am i am mm-hmm. i present <laughs> okay. you're good. You're good. Uh, 
Well, I've, as usual, uh, Lisa, I've spent quite a bit of time on the website, which every year uh, kind of gets reinvented based on everything you have going on. And that that website is terrific. It's equus it's e q u u s filmfestival.net and um there's just ton of information here and i would encourage our listeners to go check it out because there's information certainly about the live event in sacramento but also what you're talking about right now the virtual event there's also um uh podcasts uh there's links to a variety of podcasts there's links to the art entries for this year there's um the film, of course, the Equus film entries. And, of course, I had to go right away to the uh, literary uh, <laughs> entries. Um, I see a brand year, chaser written by Randy Samuelson Brown. She was a guest on another radio show that I do just a couple months ago. Um, and uh, there is just a lot to to look at and to click on and um certainly a, a lot of the books and things are not necessarily Mustang related. So if you have other horse interests um, besides the Mustang, you, you want to check this out because it's about horses, horses, horses. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> well, we had Amen. a film in this year by Davies who made um, Harry and Snowman. Oh, uh-huh, documentary uh-huh. a couple of years ago. He did a documentary this year called Para Gold, which is a, it follows five of the Paralympic riders, which are the oh, wow. right riders now. that are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. just it's such a beautiful documentary, and all on our YouTube channel, all those documentary trailers are up, and as we get closer, all the rest of the links will come in, and everything will be where people will be able to click right through. But it, it's just, I, I can't tell you how many incredible documentaries. 50-plus documentaries this year, besides the 60 books and all the artists and the podcasters that have entered. And Julianne's done a beautiful job with the Sands podcast over the last year with the Mustang Discovery Ride Project podcast. So if people want to listen to that, there's a link on the website that they can then you know, listen and follow what Lisanne has been doing for the last year. Because now, when we listen back to those earlier podcasts, she's so much wiser now. She's just really, 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 you can hear such a difference from the beginning of the, the very first podcast to now. So it's it's so interesting. I can't wait till the documentary is pulled together. Yeah, yeah. Well, you we're looking take forward a moment to that. Do you want to just take a moment and talk about the Equus Film Channel? Because this is, as I recall, you can subscribe to this. Yes, yes. yes. You can and subscribe to the Equus Film Channel. Yeah. And that's on our cha- that channel, that same platform, which is our which is the Film Festival Flix platform. They're the ones that will be hosting the our on-demand virtual festival. So you'll you can buy a ticket for the virtual festival, or you can to the Equus Film Channel, and that that's available all the time. The film festival mm-hmm. films, the special films that are in, in this year's festival, are only available for those from the 9th to the 18th. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 
you, you have an opportunity to see some really pretty incredible films and documentaries that, uh, you know, you can wait till they come on Amazon maybe if they get there, but it, there just isn't a, any place curated together. Same right. So this is, you know, yeah. So like, if you you think this is a this is a channel, this is you can yes, go watch, you know, Netflix movies for horses. Your, yeah, Netflix, Netflix for horses. horses. I like that. Yeah, yeah I, I think like that's that. well, really terrific. We've got about I'm going to save close to 350 different pieces up there now, and that'll that once the first the year goes, we add we just keep adding then. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, so well, there's a lot you, of, lots you guys, of ways to watch our stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you guys are so, – Lisa, it's always great to have you on to talk about the Equus Film and Arts Festival. And, Lizanne, it's good to have you back with us. And uh, and I bet you just kind of take a little time off to rest after this journey. Is over. <laughs> what do you think? Rest? What's that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to rest, but I'm definitely giving my horses a rest. That's for sure. They, yeah. They've definitely earned it. Yes, I bet did. they have. I bet they And I expect you're going to enjoy Christmas at home this year. So that'll be kind of special. Yeah. I actually have a first cousin getting married this year right after Christmas. So I'm excited to celebrate Christmas with all of the family. Oh, wow. Well, happy Thanksgiving to both of you. And uh, and a Merry Christmas as well, because it will be here soon. But if you have an opportunity, get out uh, in the California, Sacramento area and visit the Mustang Summit and all the events that are going on out there. And be sure and check out the Echoes Film Festival. And it all starts well, on December 1st. One of the things I forgot to tell you is Felipe Lete who is, you know, you're talking about our long riders. He rode from mm-hmm. Canada to Brazil. He's going to be mm-hmm. at the festival this year because we have his wow. documentary. We've had his book. We had his documentary. And he and Lisanne are going to be doing a special thing before his film. So it's going to be, you got to be in Sacramento to be able to catch it. But it's going to be, oh, how it'll be fun before the movie shows at the theater. So. Well, that is so great. That is so great. Well, listen, thank you again for taking time to be with us, and uh, and, and good luck, Lizanne, as you finish this ride. We look forward to seeing you again somewhere down the road. And, Lisa, always thank great to much, talk Gary. to you. You're very well, thank welcome. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Bobby. Delightful to talk with you today. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm looking forward We're to take next a listen. year after the documentary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'll yeah. be fun. We'll have to. We'll have. I hope maybe you'll show it across the country again. That would be kind of. Cool. Well, that's kind of the idea. We're gonna. We're gonna go well, across right. the country with it. All right. You know where you can come in Tennessee, don't you? And we know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's take a listen to this. This is Mr. Dave Stamey. It's called Sweetgrass County Line. We'll be back in a minute with Bobby Bell. Traces of snow the day come dawning like rim rock 
you know, mm-hmm. busy, busy, busy. Mm-hmm. Everybody was busy, but the shows were great. Uh, you guys did a great job of putting that thing together. And of course, Marsha Short is like phenomenal. The yeah, kind she of steer, is. You know, to steer the stuff. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But uh, yeah. anyway, it's been a fun show. It was great to have Dan on and Valerie and, uh, and just a little teaser. Santa and Mrs. Claus will be back with us a little bit later as we approach the Christmas <laughs> season. Um, I can't believe it. Christmas is around the corner, Gary. I mean, Thanksgiving is a unreal. week from today. Oh, my God. It's unreal. <clears throat> By the way, we will not be live next week. This is Thanksgiving Day, and so we will not be live. I think we'll probably do our first Christmas show uh, for the season. Maybe next week. Oh, nice. but, uh, yeah. 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 But uh, anyway, well, any kind of news that you got for Out West, or have you had much time to even think about it in the last two weeks? Um, let's see. I reworked men's shirts and leather jackets and vests over the last couple of days. So there are a number of new oh, wow. things there. Um, I do have a quote for the end of the show. If you are ready for that? Well, you know what? I guess we have to be. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, no, because you time. may have something that you want to announce about um, all of the different things you have going on. I know Mary Kay has a Christmas concert coming up. Well, and, I will uh, mention the fact, yeah. Yeah, Mary Kay's got, uh, she's bringing her Cowboy Christmas show uh, east of the Mississippi for the first time, and that will be taking place on December the 17th at the Palace Theater, the historic Palace Theater. You know, Bobby, that's the oldest um, theater in the state of Tennessee, and that's going to be in Gallatin, mm-hmm. Tennessee, and that's just a couple mm-hmm. of weeks away. So that's coming up, and you can get tickets for that show now. Uh, at MaryKHolt.com. Uh, so thanks for mentioning that. But that's that's coming up. What else do I have going on? Um, well, I also know Mary Kay has been doing a like a Facebook Live um, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Is it Wednesday afternoon? She she started doing her Nash West uh, at four Nash o'clock West. Central mm-hmm. Time on Facebook. So I share it on my page and a couple of others, and of course her professional page, Mary Kay. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that's, that's a lot of fun. We're having some great people that are joining us for that. So, uh, that's kind of cool. It's about a 45 minute thing and it's conversation and, uh, and music. So that's mm-hmm. kind of fun, but that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of it. So mm-hmm. I guess you can go ahead with your closing thoughts for today. <laughs> Well, it's a short one, but um, this is a quote of from um, Amy Grant. Thanksgiving okay. Day is a good day. Thanks and just giving. Amy Grant. All right, Bobby, do that again yes. because you cut out again. Okay, I think I cut out. I think it's my... I'm not sure what's in my microphone connection. I don't know. Here it is from Amy Grant. Thanksgiving Day is a good day. Energies to giving thanks and just giving. Wow, that's cool. 
That's Amy Grant. Amy Grant and I went to school at, at, at Lipscomb University. Or I was at David Lipscomb. I guess she was at David Lipscomb, too. But it's now Lipscomb University here in Nashville. And they host an event called Lighting of the Green. And oh. Amy will be performing. It is a free concert. And that will be November the 29th on the campus of Lipscomb University here in Nashville. So since you mm. mentioned Amy, I just thought I'd throw that out there real quickly. But anyway, that sounds like a great event. A, it, it is a great event. It's going to be a lot of fun. But anyway, it's been a great show today. We appreciate so much Dan McCorson and Valerie Beard with, being with us for the Campfire Cafe and Lisa Dearson and Lizanne Fears on Saddle Up America. A lot of great events taking place just in the next month and uh and of course thanksgiving next thursday so we want to wish you and jim a very happy thanksgiving and all of our audience around the world a happy thanksgiving blessings to you and we're going to close out the show today with another nominated song it was also Mickey Furman's song and the album of the year with Westbound, but this is You Ought to See Wyoming. And uh, let's take a listen to that. Join us next Thursday for our Christmas show at equestrianlegacy.net. Thanks for listening. Toby came to Texas, hired on to run cattle. Finer cow hand I have never known But how he loved to tell us That the country didn't suit him And there was nothing about Texas Could compare with his sweet home He said If you think that sky is blue Then you ought to see Wyoming on a clear September morning, why it's bluer than the sea. Someday I'm going back there, at the end of all my roaming. I'll turn this pony loose and never leave. Yeah, you ought to see Wyoming, yes sirree. With its big hotels and streetcars He said it's fine But it ain't no Cheyenne And I'm toward San Antonio Through the rolling hills and valleys Old Toby shook his head And we heard that tale again If you think them hills is tall Well, you ought to the Teton holds the clouds around their snowy peaks. Someday I'm going back there at the end of all my roaming. I'll turn this pony and never leave. Boys, you ought to see Wyoming yesterday.
closed in round the cattle. It's all we could do to calm them doggies down. But they broke loose when it thundered. And when the dust and herd it settled, I saw my old friend Toby a bleeding on the ground. Boys, don't that sky look blue? You reckon it's one? I see the lupins and the paintbrush blooming in a field of green. Well, it's time I had it back then. Cause I'm out of time rolling Turn my pony loose and let me be Think for the wild men yesterday Boys, I think for the wild Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.